Hey, y'all, this is John Quell Jones. This is Mike Strong with the Indianapolis Colts. Yo, it's your boy Buddy Hughes. This is Jazz the Kid Chisholm. Clay Thompson of the Golden State Warriors. And you are logged into 10th Year Seniors. 10th Year Seniors. 10th Year Seniors. 10th Year Seniors. You're logged in with 10th Year Seniors. You dig? You know what we can take away from it? We made it to the playoffs. And we should have beat the Bills with a backup quarterback in the game. This is a team that we can look forward to next season. Because they're building on a lot of great things. And we're going to go further next year. It was a super fun season to watch. I had so much fun watching these games with you and cheering for the Dolphins with you. And we're going to do it again next September. Thanks. But that poor kid. That poor kid. Welcome to the 10th Year Seniors Podcast Network. That's us. <laughs> that child and that father. Kudos to the father. Is the epitome of what we feel. It's what we've always felt like our entire lifespan as Dolphin fans. And it continues for another season. This is the read option. Did you parents ever do that with you like it was no. a good like i never had that like i would cry when the doll and no i would cry because they would make fun of me i was not consoled my yeah. mother to this day still makes fun of us and her line because it would always be a sunday afternoon her line would be y'all better get church. ready for school <laughs> like these her exact words would be those people are rich they'll be fine y'all better get ready for school that's what she would say that was the extent of us being consoled when the Dolphins would lose a playoff or a big game. Okay, but you know what the dad is, right? The dad was us. Yeah. The dad was us as a kid. He's been through it. And his parents didn't care. Yeah. That's what that is. His parents, because if I had a kid, they would. I would be like, nah, don't worry about it. They always try to teach you, you know, be who you wish you had when you were younger. <laughs> So you are absolutely correct with that. That dad went through some of the... You know, that dad experienced 62-7 to against Jacksonville. He experienced Pete Stajanovich. He experienced Pete Stajanovich. He watched the 94 Super Bowl with the rest of us thinking we would have beat the 49ers. Mm -hmm. He went through that. And now his son has to go through this. Both wearing the matching Waddle jerseys. And I think that's where we have where we have to start. First of all, if you listen to our... Pre on, drop that? Because, I mean, if you listen to our previous pod, both John and I were very, very direct about our lack of enthusiasm, our lack of optimism on what we expected the Dolphins to do with a skeleton crew against the Bills. But, of course, Miami had the Miami. But, of course, in true Dolphin fashion, and I'll, I'll, I'll say it right now, I'll fess up to it, I'll admit it. I was trying to reverse jinx the shit yes, out of this. I did not want to get emotionally involved. We all were in it. We were, we were all in it. We were all so Scoreboard committed. Scoreboard watching. We were all so committed to the bit. Like for, for a week and a half, we were just, you know, trying to say, yeah, we were checked out. We we got other things to do. And it just so happened that Sunday was a busy day for us. We actually had work stuff we got to go to. So after a couple of drives, we couldn't sit and watch the game. But like you said, we were locked in. To we just listened to it on the radio. Play. 
we went back talk about that kid we went back to our childhood listening to a scrambled 560 radio 560 qam i was shocked we were getting to that well though like you got it well enough to know what was going on like it was a mm, 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 touchdown buffalo and it I was, about, I was about to say how we found out what was going on was touchdown buffalo yeah so it was a combination of that and us checking the espn app but but of course the dolphins had the dolphins and couldn't just like lose the game to lose. So before we go there, I, I want to take it to the night before because we all were up watching Jacksonville, Los Angeles, oh. and we saw that game trending toward a blowout. And like me, you and Kari collectively said, "Well, it's a good thing the blowout's happening now because the odds are there ain't gonna be another blowout. Maybe. It's usually only like one blowout per round, maybe yeah. two. But then a couple hours later, we saw Jacksonville come back to Trevor win. Trevor Lawrence come and say, hey, what's up, guys? And we were all like... But okay. all of us were like, ain't no way Skylar doing this bad. Yeah. Ain't no way Skylar doing this. That's was the start. Like, hey, he's doing terribly. He's Trevor Lawrence. Even if we lose, Skylar can't... Boy, Skylar ain't doing if, that good, though. If we lose, it ain't going to be four picks in, like, 20 minutes or some crazy shit like that. Like, Skylar's not going to do that. But uh, this just goes to show with the NFL. It don't matter when you throw the picks, per se. It's better to get them out the way early than when you're at the goal line and you're trying to chuck up a ball for no reason. It's like losing in, in college football. Take them losses early. You do not want to lose late because people only remember the last thing that happens. Except TCU. Yeah, except TCU. Well, couldn't couldn't lose any later than they lost. <laughs> no, they lost to... Um, no, I mean, they yeah. lost the last game. Yeah, but they lost to Kansas State, and then they got blown out. We were expecting a TCU-Georgia game. We were. We were. We were. So when we saw that Jacksonville came back, everyone was like, oh, shit, the blowout is still on the table. Mm -hmm. There's a chance that we are going to get wrecked. I saw someone write in um, on Twitter about the 7-2 and two seed, about how there's always been... A blowout, like, I mean, Miami won that at least. Ain't a blowout. <laughs> Roddy always tell me the Dolphins always, always cover. cover. It, it was a thirteen matter. and a half point spread. It doesn't matter the situation. The Dolphins will always cover. Shout out to Roddy. Absolutely, the Dolphins correct. did this on purpose because they just knew like no one had any hope, and then they sucked us all in the last game just to say, "Hey, we're gonna." It's going to be like we're going to win. It was the most dolphin thing they've ever done. Because what do we always because say? What? Anytime we out, they find a way to pull when us back When we got in. to ball in the last possession, I was confident. I'm saying, all right, we're going to get a field goal out of this at least, right? Dink and dunk, do something. Fourth and one, homeboy's like, oh, I didn't know it was fourth down. Okay, let, let's let's go directly to that, right? And I heard Sean Payton talk a, a bit about this, and a few other coaches have sounded off on this. As a viewer of the NFL, I did not even realize that they stopped doing this. But, you know, they stopped allowing you to call for the chains to measure? That's uh, stupid. Yeah. For something like that, you should be allowed the same way how you're not allowed to challenge a play within two minutes of the, um, of the quarter or whatever it is. Yeah. You should be allowed at least one chain. Um, yeah. You should be able to, instead of a challenge flag, you get a measurement flag. So you could throw the red flag and say, I need a measurement. Yeah. So Sean Payton was like, 
what that usually did was in a situation like that, because obviously two completely different spots on the play call sheet, which you got to yep. go for, and you would at least have time to go over that decision. So it's, with something that close, he's like, it's a world of difference that 30 seconds between you knowing, okay, are we on this half of the play sheet mm-hmm. or that half? And they don't allow you to do that anymore. So that 30 seconds that you would usually get, that's gone. So it was in a position where Mike McDaniel legitimately did not know yeah, but what they were going to have to do. That's something too. Like we have so much technology in football. Why not have the laser thing and just immediately tell you it's for it? Like because you, you literally have someone running, put the hand up, put the ball down. What is it? Anyways, we wasn't going to win the Super so, Bowl anyways. I mean, but look, look. Wait, if you would have got Tua back though, that look, next week, we would have been. All I'm saying, we would have been so screwed. We, oh. we talked about it. We talked about it just with us, but we would have been so primed, so great, so ready to go. If you pull off that upset on the road in Buffalo, and then you get Tua back, because at that point, I'm thinking we could beat anybody. But I do need the sound one more time, John, because it's the last time we'll play them this year. I gotta have it. Because I really feel that with all my mm-hmm. heart. With all my heart. Like, you know what? I think that it had to be them. And I mean, I always say division opponent, you play well. Buffalo played, like, the Dolphins did something to Buffalo in this game that other teams are going to be doing. I think it's all of them. For some reason, that matchup has, that matchup has been that in all three games. Yeah, so my whole take is, boy, Kansas City could be tough, though. The Bengals could be tough. Like, cardiac arrest and all, I think if the Bengals play the Bills, they win. Because I think the Bengals match up like us. They got they got, they got, got something for them. But How I, much fantasy points would Jamar Chase have had yesterday? I don't know. I didn't, I didn't look it up. Would you have won? I don't think so. I think he needed a bigger game than that. That was mm. a pretty good game. I don't think I would have won, but... I will say this, and this was this was surprising to me. If you had told me this before the Dolphins-Bills game that this would have happened, there's no way I would have thought that, right? Even no. though it was the 1 o'clock game on Sunday. Highest ratings of Super Wild Card Weekend straight across the board. Mm. That's the power of Miami. That's what Skylar Thompson, guys. <laughs> Imagine if it was Tua. Highest ratings across the board. Now, let's talk about Skylar Thompson. And he's not Brock Purdy. No. But he played well enough to win that game. I think he played well enough to win. There were times when he was let down in big situations. Okay. The reason yeah, why yeah. I we say... We were let down with that waddle. The reason why times. I say I think he played well enough to win is that's all based on where your expectations are at. And the expectations for Skylar Thompson was, was the absolute basement. Like, we... I think the over-under on his passing yards was set at 141. So that should tell you what Vegas was thinking about what he could bring to the table. Us... We thought it was going to be even worse than that, but Skylar Thompson managed that game well enough to win. No, he did not make plays that Tua would have made. Of course he didn't. The, the, of the, course he couldn't. The problem that happened with Skylar is, and we spoke about it when we were driving to the baseball signing, Waddle dropping that catch changed the trajectory of that game completely. And I thought we were headed towards the blowout after that because the Dolphins get a stop in the first possession. Skylar Thompson starts to engineer a drive. He has Jalen Waddle wide open. I think he was running a post corner or whatever it was. He jumps, goes for the ball, drops it. Big third down play. 
Dolphins would have came away on I'm being conservative at the very least a field goal yeah. on that possession. But it was bigger than just getting that score. To me, it would have been Skylar Thompson coming out being aggressive right away and experiencing immediate success. Well, Waddle drop two, Tyreek drop one. I mean, they, those can't be the yeah, guys those to let aren't, you down exactly. in that, in you, that you, spot. They have to make those catches. But Skylar, like you say, we don't know how the game would have gone, but that defense played so bad the entire season. So awful. They played terribly when they gave up the 17 points. Always. And then after that, they played the best they ever played this season. Which is which is amazing to me because you still give up 34. <laughs> like, like, we're heralding this defense for saying you did a good job and that is them giving, giving up 34 up. points. Yeah. Well, the thing is, you got to think about it. You give up 34 points, right? You give up 17 in... You gave up 20 in the first half. So let's just eliminate the first half because it was terrible. Two touchdowns, I mean... Yeah, I mean, look, 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 Boyer. Boyer's not going to be back. I think, I Mm-mm. think it's safe. Well, I just saw I was, um, on Twitter that the uh, Chargers are highly likely to keep their coach. Which, by the way, and we, the, I mean, this is going to start Dolphin centric, but we will get to the other wild card games. That is crazy of in itself, and that's just not me being selfish because I want Brandon Staley to be the defensive coordinator for the Dolphins. But what are you doing? Like, why would he still get to keep that job? I don't understand that. Hey, Justin Herbert got powers, boy. Anyway, so... Powers to lose. The Dolphins don't win, I but I feel like what this should put to rest, and I don't even understand how the rumors even started about Mike McDaniel being in any kind of jeopardy. I don't. That's the dumbest thing. He ain't no Lovey Smith. I saw that, and this was one of those things where I look at that and I say, you know what, people can literally put anything on the internet and they can just run with it because yeah. that's what it is right now. You don't have to vet things. Because you don't have to they lost. Things. They, it's like, well, this is first season. Um, the car just messaged. Oh. And let me, because, you know, it's Dolphin's thing. He has some cliff notes. Okay. I'm not going to put him in the order that he did it, but it's going to be, it's about McDaniels. McDaniels okay. has five months to figure out clock management and getting calls in. For clock management, play Madden. For getting calls in, hire a Patriot staffer or shorten the play names. We need Jimmy G as a backup or beggar. So, that's, I mean, he said three cliff notes. This is like Chris Berman's fastest two minutes. Mm-hmm. It's like 15. <laughs> okay. So, let's 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 take him, let's take the first one. Oh, I read that wrong. Yeah. So, he's just going out. He's just going to town. <laughs> All right. So, let him, he's going to continue, he's going to continue typing as we do show. So, the idea of having a backup. I think, obviously, given Tua's injury history, the Dolphins have to look at having not just a backup, but... A backup of the backup. Yeah, you got to have three, but you you literally got to have two starters, per se. Because mm. you have to assume, at this point, you've got to err on the thought, side of caution. Everybody thought, and let's be real, everyone thought that Teddy was going to be a... Another starter, yeah. A good backup. I never thought he was a starter. We didn't, but there they were... They thought, oh, Teddy's going to be the start. No, that's they, wrong. We know that was wrong. I thought that he was going to be one of those Matt Moore type players that you could put him in the situations and he's going to get you some wins. You know what you want? A backup who's capable of being a starter on other teams. Ideally, that's what you want. And that's what we thought Teddy Bridgewater was. Well, you know what would have been great this year? Fitzpatrick. <laughs> Boy. 
The problem with that is Fitzpatrick believed he should still be starting. The problem is that. the problem is he thought he was better than Tua. But if you told me that Fitzpatrick was a backup quarterback, how much more confidence you would have had? A lot more. Boy, plenty. A lot more. Because you want that's why um Carr is saying we need Baker. I agree. Because you want a backup like Baker in who thinks he's a starter. And you need him to make the throw. Even if look. We always say the backup quarterback position is like the best position in the NFL. Yeah. Or in any any league. Mm-hmm. You're always the savior. You're, oh, we need to try this guy out. Blah, whatever. No one cares. And if you're crap, you just go back crappy, to your job. And if you're crap, you just go back to your job yeah. with the clipboard. Like your job is just to come in. And if you come in and you throw six picks, at least you tried. Yeah. Nathan Peterman still has a job, folks. Nathan Peterman is still roaming around as a backup. Yeah. Like, it works. You can do it. And you hang around long enough and you can become Geno and spin the block and become a starter Boy, again Gino. and you keep working. Shout out to Geno. So that kind of thing is possible. I like the idea of Baker. Um, Jimmy's mm-hmm. probably going to be too expensive. Yeah, I like Baker because you, you could probably get him on cheap. He'd be in Miami. He liked to dance. Hey, plenty of clubs there. Yeah. So... Listen, was not a Dolphin team at full strength, but at this point in the NFL, who is at full strength? Um, that dad in the beginning was right. It was a fun season. Uh, go- Boy, starting out, weeks, starting out eight Woo-hoo! and three. It's an eleven week set. I will never forget. We got to. Yeah, rub- you could even include the twelfth one because you could just go eight and four, and you're like you're still feeling good at eight and four. And here's the, here's the thing, right? What do we always say about Tua? It was difficult to judge him based on the circumstances of having the worst offensive lines in the NFL, a coach who hates him, and play calling that was absolutely awful, right? All of those and no ta- and no talent around him. Mm-hmm. All of those circumstances changed the next year, and he that. became. Statistically speaking, we didn't even go through our last podcast with all that great, um, yeah, great this, stuff. This time, he became statistically speaking. Now, I get that he's not better than a whole lot of those guys, but based on the numbers, one of the top quarterbacks in the league had, yeah, the, no, high, no, no, no. had he, the highest rating when he you, was in there. He was in all of those conversations. You put him, he could win a Super Bowl. That's just that's it. Like clearly, there are quarterbacks that you look at, like Justin Herbert, who can't win a playoff game or a Super Bowl. Not even when you're up twenty-seven. Nothing. Even at when you're up twenty-seven, yeah. you have a twenty-seven point lead. You should win the game. And this is—I mean, we're going to get into it. But that was the difference between Dak and Herbert. Yeah. Because Dak had the lead. Dak was still making plays. And guess what? It was—he was even with the kicker missing every single kick. Holy crap! But, but you know why, though? Dak knew who was on the other side. Mm-hmm. He knew who was on the other side. Yeah. And until you see... What did we say last podcast? We have to see Tom Brady fall like that. Because mm-hmm. until you see that, you will always believe that he can still And I don't do want it. Tom Brady. No. Maybe last year, Tom Because Brady. There's, there's... It's not even about his play. There's no way Tom Brady comes in there and that's not oh, a distraction. Oh, did you see um, that Tyreek Hill is looking to renegotiate his contract to give yeah. us more cap room? Yeah. What a team player. There's no, there's no way Tom Brady comes and expects. How mad do you think Tyreek is? I know we talk about Tom, but yeah, to me Tyreek knows because everyone said he was crazy at the beginning of the season. He was everyone, right. every, he was right. He was hundred percent right. He knows that if Tua was playing, they make it the Super Bowl run. Yeah, 
the thing about it is with that with that deal and how it went down, it worked out for everybody. Mahomes is still Mahomes. We knew that. Anybody that thought he wasn't going to be because Tyreek left is crazy. Tyreek still had a first team all pro season. It made Tua better. It sometimes these things work for everyone. People forget their quarterbacks like named Dan Marino that used to have like nobody as a wide receiver and put up numbers. Look at Tom Brady. Nobody as wide receivers when he got Randy Moss. I mean they. Somehow won every game in the regular season. Yeah, going into the Super Bowl, but Patrick Mahomes is a quarterback where whatever team you put him on, he is going to put up numbers. He is just that good. Yeah, let's just appreciate Mahomes for what he is, like LeBron. <laughs> How do we get there? All right, so that'll officially conclude our Dolphin stock. Hold on, Dolphin coverage right, for the season. Um, Dakari says. His top three favorite Dolphin team of all time. Yes. Yeah, definitely. And it's because I believe in Tua that much. For me, for me, it's 94 Dolphins, the Pete Stajanovich year. Mm-hmm. That will always be number one for me. Um, Number two. You, could you t- know what team I really did enjoy? When Chad Pennington took us to the AFC, I I enjoyed because that was a lot of winning. It's difficult for me to pinpoint one year, but that entire defense of our youth, the Zach Thomas, Jason Taylor defense, in the Hall of Fame. I I enjoyed I enjoyed those teams. You could pick the best year out of that squad, and I would say that's when you look at when they showed it on when we played the Bills in that playoffs with Armstrong, Bowens, Daryl Gardner, Brock Marion, Zach Thomas. That team is probably that team is is probably number two for me. Is up there like. We've had some good teams, but Zach Thomas should be in the Hall of Fame. All right. Um, Dakari says, Wilkins and Hill are his favorite players <laughs> on the team. <laughs> and he likes Phillips. I'm going to say this. He's good, John. I'm I, not going to lie. He's good. I think. His numbers are really good. I, I'm going to say this. <laughs> Phillips showed me something in this playoff game. I'm going to say, you know... Regular season, boy, he dead. I know we give him a lot boy, of shit. He dead in the regular season. I know we give him a lot of shit, but his numbers are no, 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 actually no, 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 good. No, 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 no. This the playoff game. You, I finally saw. <laughs> it took the playoff game. I finally saw the potential that he could bring. Now it's it, crazy that him and Tua, you were probably as down on them on draft day as you have been I was on more anyone down on 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 Phillips on Phillips. Yeah, yeah, I know. Tua, I was just scared of. Injury. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it wasn't concussions. It was injury. Well, yeah. Well, boy, that's a big part of it. But it's just fitting that in the same season, I think they both showed you something. Yeah. Jalen showed me he sucked in the regular season. <laughs> he was not bad and, in the regular and season. And he stepped up in the playoffs. But Well, that's what you want, right? I, I remember when we drafted Wilkinson. Well, first of all, him like almost killing Roger Goodell was amazing when he, when he got drafted. Kari calls me. This guy any good? He's like, yeah, he's amazing. And he's like, okay, I got to take your word for it. Yeah, you listen. This was when Clemson was on that run. Mm-hmm. Hey, NFL teams, don't overthink it. You know what y'all should be Alabama, doing? Alabama, right? Clemson. You know Ohio what y'all should State, be doing right Georgia. now? Picking all the Georgia guys. Like someone should be out there just running through that Georgia roster. Get as much of them as you can. Get Man, as much sucks. Bama players, as much Ohio State players as you, you saw can. Saw the O lineman and the staffer from Georgia in a car accident. Oh yeah. And I looked at that guy and I said, God damn, that guy was going to be a pro. Yeah. Like he was like six foot a million, 330 pounds. Way to bring, way to bring the mood down. You know? Yeah, I know it sucks, but I'm just saying like, I can't, you can't say Georgia right now and not me think of it of 
God damn. Yeah. That sucks. You win a national title and then that happens? Boy, it does. That just puts everything into perspective that the Dolphins' loss isn't that bad. It isn't that bad, but we do we do have it to. Hurts. It hurts. Don't does. get me wrong. We do have to but we do have to have to put a bow on the Dolphin thing. So um didn't we say the Dolphins would make the playoffs this year? We did. So low lights, low lights, um, they did fail Scarlett Thompson. Way too many play calling issues, way too many drops when they Why needed to be Why was he vaping on the sideline? I don't know. I feel like you could at least go four hours without vaping. Vape at halftime. The game was there for the taking. Like, if you're vaping, like to me, the whole thing is vaping, three seconds gone, delay a game. <laughs> the game, the game was there for the taking, but I don't I don't want to just be um having the lament of the loser and talk about moral victories, but it's tough to argue with the fact that this team is obviously headed in the right direction. But what's amazing There is a lot of positives to look forward to. Buffalo fans scared now. Yeah, they should be. All that confidence they had, all that hard mouth they had, now all of a sudden, who are they playing next week? Cincy. Ooh, that's a rematch of a game that I never played. Yeah. We'll we'll talk about the we'll talk about the um yeah whenever we get there whenever Thursday we, whenever we get back there on Thursday. Y'all but have to listen to this on Thursday to find out our thoughts. Let's talk. Why <laughs> we're gonna say. Like you say right now, I ain't picking them. But let's talk about some of the winners from Super Wildcard Weekend, and not just teams that won, but individual winners, right? No, I mean his team lost. No, a individual big, winner. A, a big, big uh, we got a bigger individual winner than him, Danny Dimes. Yeah, Daniel boy. Jones had not only a great he really season, shocked right? all of us. I mean, except Cardo. Everyone except Cardo. He shocked every new and Cardo ain't even a Giants fan, Mm-mm. but he shocked all Giants fans. Like Wait, you said, Cardo's he shocked a good scout. He shocked everyone with Cardo. I was today years old when I learned he only had five interceptions this year. Mm-hmm. I did not know he played that much error-free football. Explains why the Giants are in the playoffs. I didn't even know they was in the playoffs until we did the part. Like that's how out of touch I was. They clinched with the Giants. It like in week sixteen. That's why I didn't notice. I was so out of. I just never took them seriously as a threat. Like at no point didn't during they have the like season. ten wins. Yeah, yeah. And they to me they were just existing. I mean they still existing, but yeah, Danny Dines for sure. Like he, put, I, I could see why he won him as a Patriot. Boy, he'd be so good as a Patriot. So like going into the season, I think most of the giant fan base if not all of it expected that this was going to be his last year mm-hmm. in new york boy it's crazy what a year could do crazy like a year of one good year could change everything because now there's no way you can let him walk but this is the thing and this is the problem that i have in sports in general right you draft somebody you cannot expect them in their first year even second year to be a patrick mahomes a trevor lawrence Right. Those are different above and beyond. Like Justin Fields. Everybody knew Justin Fields is going to be a good quarterback. But you can't rush him and say, hey, you need to do this now and take it. No, you got to give time. You got to give a four-year window for them to like say, oh, okay, I get it now. And not just that. You also got to remember. Why the hell do you sign four-year rookie contracts then? You also got to remember in this world of instant gratification and all that, the circumstances matter. Mm-hmm. Like you use Justin Fields for example, when you look at the fact that he ain't got no goddamn receivers, 
there's always, I mean, when you look at some of the people that struggle early, it's because those coaching situations always in flux. Every, yeah. You know what it is? Every year you get a new head coach or a, Texans. New, or a new offensive coordinator. There's no continuity. Mm-hmm. When Mahomes came in, there was nothing to change but from Andy Reid's system, from him to Alex, Alex Smith. Smith. And you remember he Mahomes. sat on the bench for that first year because the plan was you're going to sit this year and then you're going to play next year. And he walked in there having weapons. Mm-hmm. Those things make a difference. Daniel Jones' case is so special because they have been like those those first his first three seasons, coaching changes, coordinated changes, where the consistent threats on the field, who was he throwing the ball to? Even this year, that receiver core was up and down the entire season. I think who was it? Was it uh Kenny Galladay like caught a touchdown in uh, the last game of the season or something like that? Like they haven't had anything going right for them. Saquon Barkley. Other than him. But even even him, like we were ready for him to come to the Dolphins. Because, to Miami. because people were ready to get rid of him saying, yeah, why would we draft great. a running back that get high? The position's yeah. devalued. People were heaping all yeah, of that yeah. dirt on their we, names. We could use him. I mean, I, saying. I hope they keep doing dirt on his names. Yeah. I, I want, yeah, I need him. I always wanted him to play for Miami. But he was a big time winner. Winner number two, not just the Cincinnati Bengals, right? To win a game in that fashion, you got to be happy for any Cincinnati fan because I would love it if the Dolphins won like that. I just love it if the Dolphins won. <laughs> like, you're talking about like that, just win. That is a big time win for defensive players and for particularly for any defensive lineman. Because when was the last time? Run, fat boy run. When was the last time a defensive lineman got a game winning touchdown? But not just that. A 90-something yard return on a game-winning touchdown. Was James Harrison a defensive line linebacker? Linebacker, but even that was in a game winner. Yeah, they technically won the game, man. No, remember Roethlisberger oh, yeah, they, threw they the touchdown the to, San, to Santonio Holmes. Holmes. That, that was 100 yards that, in the Super yeah, Bowl, though. Yeah, that, no, that was huge. That was that was, mm-hmm. and that was like right before the half too. Yeah. That was that was huge. But this one to win the game, think of like I'm just thinking about it from a fine perspective, right? Think of the ebb and flow of emotions you have when a team is on the one-yard line. Because at that point, you pretty much give up. You mm-hmm. expect them to just walk in. Huntley lunges. Puts the ball, ball out. Ball gets popped out. And even if you come up with the recovery, right? You know how many things had to go perfectly. You know how crazy a football bounce he is. He overran the play. And it ended up working he was setting the him. boundary. He overran the play. And the ball bounces. It's like um, Waterboy. When he's like, here's the ball. Thanks. And then he just starts like... And he just took off, and I was like, whoa. Sam Hubbard got some wheels for a big dude. What was it? They clocked him at 20.3 miles an hour? Sam Hub- Shout out to Sam Hubbard for actually working on his condition, and he was rolling. Mark Andrews looked fast as hell running him down. Shout out Did- to the convoy of blockers from the Bengals, because that would but not have been a touchdown without He had them. the oxygen mask on. Oh, of course. And it was so funny, because someone on Twitter says, me after bringing all my grocery bags in on one trip. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like- you have to. Uh, another winner from Wild Card Weekend. It's got to be, I'm not going to lie, I like this kid. It's our boy. And it's not just because we learned that he wears 13 from Marino. Brock, Brock Purdy. Mm. Brock Purdy, dog. Like, I, we were talking about it during the game. Is he just good? Pretty good boy. Is Brock Purdy just good? Because I think for the last, he's what, 6-0 and as a starter now. And I think over the course of those six games, at some point you expect it to be like, all right, this rookie shit has got... He, it's, it, you have to have, like, this is the problem. He can't afford a bad game now. 
And he hasn't had one. I know, but he can't <laughs> afford it. No, like now it's too late. Now, yeah, like you could afford other regular. He said, oh, he didn't about no. But even even so even so, John, I feel like he's built up enough capital to even where if he had the bad oh, game now, he's a starter next season. Trey, they literally wasted, and I hate to say it, a pick on Trey. They got to hope that someone that offers trade, them. that trade looks funny in the light right now. Yeah, nobody's gonna offer you a first rounder for him. Nah, he you, hasn't. He hasn't shown you anything. You might get a second and a third round for him if they're generous. So like, so like right now. I think Brock Purdy has built up so much good capital for himself. Like I Chargers said, Chargers fired Joe Lombardi. If he has that bad game, people are going to say, you know what? They're going to look at the run and say, he's a rookie quarterback tossed in there, the third string guy. Nobody expected him to have that kind of run. And he put up some historic numbers in that situation. But he's got to be a big... Because even in your best case scenario for him was not throwing for over 330 yards and three touchdowns. Mm. Nobody saw that. No, but it's been six weeks he and came he's and been we carved up the Dolphins and that was it. Yeah, like you, and it's funny because we're watching the game. We're like, oh look, Joe Montana's in the game, and he was. Yeah, he was. He wasn't wrong. So he's not just he's not just managing the game. Brock Purdy's out there making plays. And what I like about San Francisco, and it's something that Skylar Thompson needed that the Dolphins didn't do. They making plays for him. It's a huge difference. Another big time winner, your boy Trevor Lawrence. Mm. Boy. Your boy Trevor Lawrence. Talk about ebbs and flows of emotions. The funniest thing is, right, and you know, like how on as you scroll Twitter right now, you know how funny it is where everyone got to react to stuff in real time. And so while the four picks were going on, everyone was killing him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. Because I was even in the group, I say, but yeah. four? Yeah. I was like, four? No, I like. Oh my God. Every time you said something, I thought you was just trolling, but then I would look and no. see, yeah, he did it again. It, to me, it's amazing. Like, to throw four picks in a playoff game is just amazing on its own. I think I remember asking, what do they do? Do they take him out of the game? Yeah, like, you're like, they got to take him out of the game after the next one. It's like, like how, who are you going to, who, who's Jacksonville's backup? I don't know. Who's Jacksonville's backup? I felt, but I felt so bad for him. It wasn't even a situation like where you think you could come back. I was like, I don't want to see Trevor Lawrence keep doing this. Like I felt CJ bad for Bethard. him. Yeah, that wasn't gonna happen. So well, where did he go to school? Look at this guy. You think he's gonna win you a playoff game? Of course not. So the first first seven drives for Trevor Lawrence, five for 18, 35 yards, four interceptions, one touchdown. zero passer rating. Jack scores zero points. No, this is just the first, oh, oh, seven, first, drives. first seven drives. First seven drives, right? And the clutch gene hits in. Last five drives. This is just on five drives. Not a whole game. This is five drives. 23 of 29. 253 yards. Four touchdowns. No picks. 142.6 passer rating. And the Jags score 31. That is why. More than 30. That is why after his freshman season, everyone was saying, get him to the NFL as fast as possible and stop wasting everyone's time. As... I go as we always watch the social media stuff. It's like there was a a video saying Trevor Lawrence never lost on a Saturday, right? And it was a video of the guy saying, you know, he's a Jacksonville fan. This is going to be his first loss on a Saturday. Mm-mm. That man don't lose on Saturdays. He really doesn't. If that was Super Bowl Saturday, poor y'all be. When what day of the week they playing this week? They playing on a Saturday? I don't know because that's going to be a big part of the of the betting. I got to figure that out before I make my pick. And before we get uh, our, yeah, our final winner. Yeah, even though the Chiefs on a Saturday. That's tough. Boy. Oh. 
That's tough. That's Team of Destiny? Lil Duval making it out was Destiny for Duval County? Duval. And I'm going to say Geno Smith was a winner too. Of course. Although he lost. Geno Smith made, uh, he's got to be the NFL's comeback player of the year. He's got to be. You sure not going to give it to the guy who gets shot and came back? Yeah, but he ain't Geno Smith. He ain't put up like... (laughs) (laughs) Geno threw 4,000 yards and like 30 touchdowns. I mean, that's that's pretty good. I mean, he ain't get shot, but they did write him off. And he ain't right back. Let's see. I'm going to see what the odds are right now on just a random site. Let's see. Seahawks, Geno Smith, and Christian McCaffrey are co-favorites to win. How oh, Christian McCaffrey? Could see, be uh, no, it's got it's got to be Geno because Geno ain't come by from injury. Geno come by from people just thinking he sucks. Yeah, Geno Smith. Ah, uh, yeah, Geno could win. Let's talk Bimini. about. Let's talk about some of the losers from this weekend. Topping that list has to be Brandon Staley because as we record right now on January seventh, Tuesday, January seventeenth, I cannot believe that he has not been fired yet. It's they fired the offensive coordinator just now. That ain't the one who need to be fired. Yeah. They literally, like, Schefter just tweeted that. And I was like, why you ain't fired the other one? Does this mean Brandon Staley's staying? Mm-hmm. I heard, um, I, who was it? I think Bomani Jones had this take where he said the only reason he's probably going to keep the job is because they don't have fans. Like, the Chargers don't really have a fan base, so they don't have crazy people, like, forcing the issue and putting pressure, saying, do better, blah, 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 get rid of them. You know what the problem is? You have the Rams. Yeah. They knew... Ain't McVeigh leaving or something like that? McVeigh shouldn't even came back. He should have rode off into the sunset. Aaron Donald. When all of them was saying they was going to retire, they should have just done it. Like, yeah, but sometimes you just got to retire, bro. Tell Tom that, but we're going to get to him. So... You know the story by now. Chargers up 27 nothing and couldn't close out the game. And I don't want to keep doing the Herbert Tua thing because this is not connected. But it was just amazing to see that Herbert wasn't getting more of the blame for what happened. Because you are still the guy. You got to make a play. Like, you can't just watch your team get walked down from 27 nothing and you don't make a play. Like, at some point, some of that has got to fall on you. There are too many opportunities. You had a 27-point lead, right? You literally just need two field goals and you win. At some point, you got to make a play. Like, Trevor, Trevor Lawrence had the worst first seven drives you could think of. The worst. The only way it could get worse is if he threw a pick on every one of those drives instead of just four. But that was bad enough. Trevor Lawrence. He does have that dog in him. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Justin don't. Justin don't? Justin don't. Justin don't. You know what's crazy? Like watching the game, you just see him folding and folding and folding and folding. And all I'm thinking in my head is, boy, this could never be Tua. But it took so long to fold. Because like it's like watching a building fall really slowly. Cause the whole time you're going, no. Okay, no, they're gonna do something. Not 27, nothing. And then it's just crumbling, crumbling, crumbling. And he just stood there like a deer in the headlights, not evil, able to engineer nothing. But Social media quarterback. <laughs> for me, it was Brandon Staley playing all of them in week 18 for no reason. Yeah, playing and then straight through the fourth quarter. Anyways, let's just put it this way. Statistically speaking, Tua had a better season than Justin. And he yeah. played four less games because the NFL doesn't like us. Another big time loser, boy. I did believe in him with this 
Kirk Cousins. <laughs> oh man! Wait, prime time and Kirk time. How has Kirk Cousins made so much money? Boy, he's made all more, of it. He's made more money than elite quarterbacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's made more money than Hall of Famers. How do you have all those How? weapons and don't win? You saw what Daniel Jones is literally. Doing? Justin Herbert is going to turn into what Kirk Cousins is. I. I don't get it. And I don't even I don't know how moving forward people even make the pro Kirk Cousins argument. Because I was one of those people who was on the other side. Like, I yeah, I mean, I feel like you could win with Kirk Cousins. If you can't win with that team, then I don't know how you win with Kirk they Cousins. Because how does it get better? They need to go get Purdy. They do need to. Third and uh, sorry, not third. Fourth and eighth. With your season on the line, and he throws a three-yard pass to your but tight end. What is up with these quarterbacks in this playoffs? Season on the line, and you're throwing the ball short. He checked down on fourth and eighth with the season on the line to <laughs> TJ Hawkinson. Justin Jefferson is on his team. Adam Thielen is on his Dalvin team. Cook's on his Dalvin team. Cook is on his team. He checked down with a three-yard pass to TJ Hawkinson to end the season. I, there's nothing else to say beyond that. Shout nothing. out to the Giants, Daniel Jones. I don't know. You gotta give credit where credit's due. It ain't Kirk Cousins. <laughs> no, it ain't Kirk Cousins. Anyway, that was that was Super Wild Card Weekend. This is the last Super, super Wild Card Weekend. We ain't talk about your boy. Who? The downfall of downfall seasons. Oh, oh, he did. Eh. He's going through a lot. He's a forty-five year old man who's so going through a lot. Does that mean the prediction is right? Tom Brady's gonna fall off. I think I won that. I think so. I think so. I think I, I, think I think that's I did. a win. I think I did get that right. Because the Cowboys just demolished them. Any every look, I'm watching this game when the kicker missed them four extra points. You know what I said? Wait. We all had the same thought. They go win. Yeah. They go win by the four points, and then that's gonna be the game. I think when it was 18 and it, not even getting to the fourth one, right? When he missed that third one and it was 18, I thought, holy shit. They leaving the door open. Mm-hmm. Like the script is being written for Tom to have another one of those. But by the way, Tom Brady, why does he move so surprisingly well? Like he's on all the steroids. He is moving way too well for his age. Like I saw, I saw that play looked Mahomes-esque where he was scrambling and then uh he was like going up the yeah. sidelines and hit him with like the lateral shovel pass type thing. I was like, he never Oh, he's coming back next year for sure. <laughs> yes, that's he what coming I back next year for sure. Don't come to us. No, Adam Schefter, don't even try to tweet nothing. Don't. He coming back next year. I mean, what else he gotta do? He ain't gotta take care of home. No. He could be right in Abaco next week. Though. Let me ask you how you feel uh, about... How do you feel for Cowboys fans? Because, like, it's a thing where... Honestly, I don't care. That's just the thing. But I get it. Yeah. Uh, Anton messaged me, and he's like, first playoff win in blah, blah, blah time on the road. And I'm like, all right, cool. But now you, you got to go... Like, I thought the Bucks were going to win. Not going to lie. Yeah. I thought the Bucks were going to win. But it, it this was, was, to go this was the Brady. most winnable game for the Cowboys. Who are they playing next week? I think they have Philly. I don't know. I, I honestly did. I, ju- I honestly No, I think the Giants The Giants? Philly. Oh, I didn't check the schedule because I was just concerned. Because they're the fourth with, seed. So I was just worried probably, about us. They're playing the 49ers. Oh. 
Oh, I, you know that's going to get hyped up, though. Yeah. Th- these are some classic games in the NFC then. Um, I was just concerned with doing that later in the week. For me, this was just going to be a post-mortem on the Dolphins season and a recap. So I have not... Yeah, full, dis- playing, full disclosure, I have not even looked at what the schedule is going to be playing like the Cowboys. So this was the most winnable playoff game for them. But I don't see how they're beating... <laughs> yeah, like... Brock Purdy... Like, I keep saying Dak isn't that guy. Dak showed me something in this game... But you know what he showed me? You beat the teams you're supposed to beat. I mean, Tampa Bay hosted that game because they're in a horrible division. But Tampa Bay is not a good team. Mm-mm. Not a good team. Tampa Bay was below 500. But the only reason people were picking the Bucs was because of Brady. Because you had to see you had to see his head get cut off. That's the only way you would know that he was dead. Otherwise, you're but going with Tom Brady. Is he dead? Because next season. I mean, he's dead for this season. <laughs> <laughs> dead for this season that's, that's that's it they put the nail in the coffin now but yeah the cowboys the cowboys get to move on um i you know what i feel good for their fans because like when you have to go through so much of that losing especially playoff losing it sucks for people to just always hit you with that so i'm more happy for dak yeah yeah I not fans in general yeah but Cause, dak because some cowboy fans are assholes yeah and i'm the hater of Dak, you could say, because I don't think he's that guy still. But good for you. Good for getting the playoff win. Good for getting the monkey off the bat. You could at least say, hey, I wasn't Tony Romo. And now you got to go beat Brock Purdy. Boy. Good luck. 